Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. If you're joining us for the first time, we're studying the Old Testament of the Bible this year, loosely following the study curriculum of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Abraham, or who James in the New Testament refers to as, quote, the friend of God. Abraham is important to people of many religions because of the promise God made to him, quote, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee and their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee, end quote. Many in the world consider Abraham their direct ancestor, as he was the father of Isaac, who was the father of Jacob, who fathered the 12 tribes of Israel. For those who have accepted the gospel of Jesus Christ, we consider ourselves adopted into this great family and covenant, as Paul describes to the Galatians in the New Testament, quote, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ, and if ye be Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. End quote. Since many of us consider ourselves to be part of Abraham's extended family, what can we learn about him from the scriptures? Why did God choose him to play this part in history? Well, to begin with, let's remember what the Lord's instruction to him was. Quote, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. End quote. This is similar to what Jesus Christ also taught in the Sermon on the Mount. Quote, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. The life that you and I are living, and that Abraham was living, is the training ground to learn how to be perfect like God. So let's look at some of the choices Abraham made to take him down that path and what we can learn from that. The first thing I notice about him is that he always remembered and showed gratitude to the Lord and sought his counsel during the big decisions of his life. After being commanded to leave the land of his father, as Abraham and his family were traveling, quote, the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him, end quote. When given this promise from the Lord, Abraham immediately built an altar to worship and show gratitude to God. On multiple other occasions over the next few chapters, he again builds altars to worship the Lord. Like you and me, Abraham probably had a lot going on in his life. He had to relocate his entire family multiple times, rebuild his life over and over in new places, and deal with a lot of challenges, like not having kids. Having had to relocate my own family multiple times for work, I can try to relate to Abraham. I don't know about you, but it seems like the busier life gets, the easier it is to spend less time remembering God. If we're not careful, the craziness of normal life can edge out the Lord from our lives without us even realizing what's happening. This is probably why President Russell M. Nelson, prophet and leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, recently said, quote, The voices and pressures of the world are engaging and numerous. But too many voices are deceptive, seductive, and can pull us off the covenant path. To avoid the inevitable heartbreak that follows, I plead with you today to counter the lure of the world by making time for the Lord in your life, each and every day. End quote. It seems like Abraham did this really well, 
and never forgot to think about God, show gratitude to him, and pray to him when you needed help. Well, the next lesson we can learn from Abraham is how to prioritize relationships over personal gain. When Abraham had returned from Egypt and settled in Hebron with his nephew Lot, after some time he realized that the land didn't have enough resources for both families, along with all the other people that already lived there. Quote, And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. End quote. Abraham saw that the finances of the family business were starting to cause dissension between him and Lot. And so, quote, Abraham said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen. For we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me. If you will take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. End quote. Now remember that Abraham's brother Haran had died a long time earlier, and so you can imagine that Abraham probably took in Lot maybe like his own son, since he didn't have any sons of his own, and had built up their family's resources together. So when their collective enterprise became too large for the land, it would have been easy for Abraham to pull the seniority card and send Lot away. But he realized that maintaining important relationships was more important than wealth. He was willing to potentially sacrifice the better land to give his adopted son a better chance at success. How many times have you and I seen money divide a family, where someone's personal greed or pride was more important to them than the health of their family or friendship? Abraham seems to have understood that it's more important to help others than to focus on one's own success. And a third lesson we can learn from Abraham is integrity. After Abraham had rescued Lot and returned the people of Sodom back to their homes, the king of Sodom offered to reward Abraham for his work. But knowing that the Sodomites and their king were not righteous people, as we'll learn in a later chapter, Abraham refused the reward, saying, quote, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou should say, I have made Abram rich. End quote. Abraham didn't want to get involved in what could turn into a shady deal. He didn't want to be in business or in debt to someone who didn't act honestly or that lacked integrity. You and I experience situations where we could potentially benefit personally but it would require entering into a gray area. And once we enter the gray area of honesty and integrity, it becomes even more easy to do it again in the future. Having lived for many years in the gray area of integrity myself, I'm tempted by these types of situations all the time. But since accepting the gospel of Jesus Christ into my life, I've tried to not engage in any kinds of deals or opportunities where there was any question of whether it was right or wrong, because I know once I step into that gray area, it'll be really hard to pull myself back out. Abraham didn't want to deal with that either, and even though it probably would have been fine to accept a reward for his heroics from the king of Sodom, he didn't even want to go there, so he walked away. So what was the result of Abraham striving to make good choices throughout his life and walk before God as perfectly as possible? Well, God established a covenant with Abraham and his posterity that you and I now enjoy. And in the Lord's own words to Abraham, he said, quote, Fear not, I am thy shield 
and thy exceeding great reward, end quote. What else could you and I possibly want than to have faith that the Lord will be our shield as we go out into the world and get battered by all the challenges we face? And confidence that as long as we're striving to make good choices and avoid situations that could call our integrity into question, even if that means making sacrifices, that at the end of the day, God will take care of our needs and be our exceeding great reward. And that the divine inheritance that we receive as part of God's covenant with Abraham will far exceed whatever sacrifices we may have to make in this life. So as you and I go back out into the world tomorrow, let's strive with our father Abraham to walk perfectly before God. And no matter what we encounter out there, to remember God's words that are for us as much as they were for Abraham. Fear not, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Thank you for joining me this week, and I'll see you next time.